0: Welcome to the Set Yourself Free podcast, real stories of women who went from feeling like they'd never make it in the online space to creating way more money and freedom. I'm your host, Carrie Beach, owner of Set Yourself Free. I'm a life and success coach that empowers women to make more money, live happier and more fulfilled lives, and make a much bigger impact on this planet. We all have different versions of what freedom means, and I'm here to help you unlock your perfect version of it. Join us for season four, where you will hear 16 women's behind-the-scenes look at what it actually takes to have a profitable online business. Through their stories, you will know that you are not alone and that shame only grows in secret. These women will give you the courage, the tools, and the permission you need to step into your power and create the business of your dreams. Let's dive in. I'm so excited that you are here, Kim, joining us for the really fun intro to season four of the podcast. So can you tell everyone a little bit about you?
1: Yes, I am so excited to be here. So excited for season four. I am Kimberly Pendleton. I'm a women's empowerment and sexuality coach. I'm based in Washington, D.C., but I'm from California. really is where I feel home <laughs> is. And I love working with women on kind of unearthing old sexual stories, clearing shame, healing trauma, and all these things that don't always seem like they're having an impact in their businesses and in like other areas of their life. But we also find they are. And so looking at just like all the ways we can be more empowered, which often have to do with all the ways we get to drop our shame, basically about everything.
0: Mm. Yes, and I have to tell everyone because I just feel like it's such perfect timing of the backstory of this a little bit in terms of my procrastination and me not really knowing exactly how I was going to start with season four because I was just kind of dragging my heels because it's taking a big shift in terms of what the previous three seasons have been. And Kim reached out to me and I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect because it is such a bridge to be able to talk about a lot of the Sexual shame and the emotional abuse, and the different things that the previous three seasons have been about, and then now pivoting into the online space and business owners. So, I am just so grateful that you are here. I'm so grateful you reached out, and I'm just like, yes, the mantra of everything works out perfectly could never be
1: more true. So good. Yeah, it just is so nice to have a place where. You don't have to separate out those parts of your story and those parts of what you're working on, because the reality is that within all of us, they are super connected. And I think more and more, that's the conversation that we need to be having about like, where does everything overlap? And like, how could healing and talking about some of those things from the past seasons Actually, help launch you forward for the next season in terms of both like this podcast, but also like your life. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I think it would be so helpful if you can talk a little bit in terms of shame and some of what you and I were talking about before recording and how this often is the sign that you are on the right path, even though your brain's like, no, you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is the amazing timing actually, because I just finished up a launch for a new program that I'm offering that's all about sex and intimacy. And I shared some stuff in the Mm. marketing for that and in the launch that I thought I would never share publicly. It was like, this is where my shame lives. And Mm even though like most of it, I had been okay with talking about in small groups or with my clients or on retreats or whatever. The thought of like hitting publish on an Instagram post where I talked about like my divorce, having an affair, everything falling apart, not knowing how to orgasm, not knowing what desire was, like all the things that I'm like, oh, and this is me, you know, maybe 10, 12 years ago. And I did it. I shared about that Mm. stuff this time because this program was just feeling like, oh, well, this is exactly what I needed then. It didn't exist. So I went and made it. I better tell the truth. And Mm. I was so scared. It was like every shame thing going off. Also like a voice in my head, From a made up business school, being like, this is not marketing. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) This is so crazy. Like, are you just like reading your journal to people and hoping it sells your product? But the truth is, it did because people, I mean, I'm sure many were also like, what the fuck and left. But the ones who stayed were super opened by Mm. it. And then they felt able to share their shame filled stories and everything else. And they also like really solidified for me that telling the truth, even the scary truth really corresponds to more success. Like that's not necessarily Mm. why we do it always, but Mm -hmm. it's nice to know in your system, they go hand in hand. And I was like laughing to myself, realizing like, I told the world my deepest, darkest secret. And then I had a six-figure launch that week. And I go together because like the thing that was holding me back was always like, what would people think if they ever found out all of this? And now it's like, I don't know. I guess they'll think I'm in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that on so many levels because it is so real for all of us. It doesn't matter what type of shame we have. I mean, that's shame's yeah. favorite game of like stay yeah. secret, right? I mean, that yes. is what it tells you. And in sharing that, you find not only your truth, but you find your people that need that. And it loses its power over you too. Like that's the magic
1: of sharing. I love the way you said shame's favorite game. And I think you're so right. Like it has this sneaky way of making you feel like you're such a snowflake, like not in the good way of just like, you're the only one who's ever done this. You're the only one who's ever felt this way. You're a fraud. Who are you? Like, no one would want to learn from you. if You've done this or that, or you haven't done this or that. And the truth is like, shame is just like a big scaredy cat liar. And like, none of that is true. But it So true. And I've watched it in others and I've felt it in myself completely immobilize a business, especially if it is a business that really is from your heart and like what you're meant to be doing in the world, which of course is what we all want but that feels so vulnerable and you're majorly exposed. And so I feel like if shame comes along and like whispers in your ear, like that's stupid or like, don't do this. You're so much more willing to be like, okay, (laughs) I'll go be whatever a lawyer, like my parents wanted or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, exactly that. And that's why, I personally am just so excited for this season because it's exactly all yeah. these themes the the things that like most people feel like you can't talk about, you shouldn't talk about online. And oh my gosh, if I say that thing, I'm going to lose the sale or I'm going to yeah. not have the business that I see everyone else having that I want. Right. And I have all these people that have profitable online businesses to share their stories to say like, okay, here's what kept me stuck. Here's where shame showed up in my life. And you're not alone. Like you're never alone.
1: That's so good. And just this magic alchemy seems to appear when you can take that feeling of, I'm alone. And then you mix it with stories from other people being vulnerable and honest. And it changes into like, oh, not only is this something I don't have to listen to, it might have a secret kernel of like, this is my superpower and like Mm -hmm. something I'm meant to be doing and exploring. Mm.
0: So if you were talking to someone that were on the cusp of like those first moments of leaning into the fear instead of away from it and like when shame's
1: showing up, do you have anything you would say to them? Totally. You know, this is something that I learned from someone named Casey Baker that you guys might know or might want to look into. She Um, is really about empowering women to tell their stories. Mm -hmm. And one of the most crucial things that I sort of adopted from something that she teaches is that that gut feeling of like, I think I'm about to die (laughs) or like, definitely don't say this, don't post this, you know, we our nervous system and, and we are so trained to you know, understandably interpret that as like a negative, like, okay, great. It feels like you're about to die. We don't love that feeling. (laughs) Let's avoid that in the future. But what I realized is that if you can start to train yourself to actually think that feeling is a sign that you're on the right track. You feel so different and so much better. It's still not like the most pleasant feeling in the <laughs> world, but it's like your brain knows, like, oh, right, this is the feeling that comes when I am doing my important work in the world, like this is the feeling that I associate with being open and honest and with being bold and with making sales, you know, and you can start to repattern what you connect the dots of that feeling with so that it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm going to go back and delete it. It's more like, great, go me. I did it again and I'm going to keep doing it.
0: I love that. And I think every person alive can resonate with that because it's, you know, I think everyone feels it a little bit differently in terms of like how it shows up in their body, but most people have some kind of like physical visceral feeling. Um, and I think it is getting really used to what that looks like for you and then understanding that it doesn't have to mean danger and run away. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I love that. And you know, hearing you talk about it, I think the next layer of it, the next piece is like, knowing that the more you do this, and the more you nurture that part of yourself and really like, let it matter and listen to it, you're like, that is the work of building your business too. You know, just as much Mm -hmm. as setting up your email list and designing your opt-in and like all the things that we do that we can kind of file away as work. It's Mm -hmm. like, this is your work too. And in fact, it might be the work that's going to help your message get to the people it needs to get to, and then ultimately help you thrive financially. And like, have kind of a safe place to land within all of this, because that boldness, and that um, permission to everybody listening to you can really be such a game changer, whether or not, you know, you ever share about your personal sex and love life, like I do, like, it certainly doesn't mean it all has to look the same. But when you say the thing that feels so scary to say whatever category it's in, you know, there's something inherently powerful about that. And also like no one can shame you because you're claiming that space for yourself.
0: Yes, that feels so true. And I think about just many of the women that were on past seasons, and that was often a theme too of like leaning into that of like, okay, you know, such the work of somebody who's been abused or been through trauma is like this feeling that it's your fault. And as yeah. you can lean into it and understand, like, A, of course, it's not your fault, but then as you can speak up about it and give voice to it from your experience, like, again, it loses its power over you because that person that, you know, maybe did victimize you or whatever that looks like, they're not going to have the same hold on you. And it feels like it's going to kill you. Like in that moment, if you speak about it, um, you feel like, oh my gosh, if I say this thing, it's going to just be the worst thing ever. And yet so often that's where we find connection and we find the people that need to hear these things.
1: Yeah, it's so true. It's so, and it's also, I mean, one thing that I know we both stand for in our communities and in our work is really seeing the ways that creating businesses and speaking from the heart can go together in this like turning tide around what it means to be a woman and how Mm -hmm. women show up and empowerment as kind of like, a way of being rather than like something that might come later or like a buzzword or whatever to sell lipstick. But really, just <laughs> feeling like, no, like, this is what empowers me. And, you know, I think that however people identify that is going to be really true. But if you've been socialized to be a little meeker, a little quieter, a little bit more like, stay in the corner and be good you know it's really edgy to be like just kidding I'm gonna be in the middle of the room yelling (laughs) yeah you know it's really quite revolutionary and having more and more voices that are doing that regardless of what they're saying almost Mm. is I think part of this next wave of feminism and of women's empowerment that is so much about everyone finding their voice and their footing and then just making it much more normal for us to be out there telling the truth and having amazing businesses and like overcoming our fear and not having imposter syndrome anymore and just like all these things that frankly like they're boring and we're ready to retire them and like ready to move on to the next moment where like we all just have a lot of fun telling the truth and having an amazing time.
0: Yes. I love that. It's one of my favorite things, telling the truth. I think that that should just be like somewhere in everyone's home, in everyone's office, like tell the truth always, you know, whether it's in life, in business, in your relationship, like wherever it shows up, it's like tell the truth. And obviously out of a place of like love and (laughs) compassion and all those things, but it's such a difference maker when you're able to do it and you're able to trust yourself that it's safe to do it.
1: Mm, Yeah. You know, which
0: for so many people is peeling back the layers of why it might
1: not feel safe. Right. Right. I think that's huge. And just like the name of your work, the set yourself free kind of motto, it feels like this is how you do that, you know, mm-hmm. more and more of just allowing yourself. And it reminds me too of this thing I've heard Glennon Doyle say mm-hmm. um, when she was about to publish her first book I think um or at least an earlier book on marriage and like was about to get a divorce and she said that she was in a meeting with Oprah trying to figure out like are we gonna tell people or not and Oprah was like they're gonna find out anyway so you might as well tell the truth (laughs)
0: I it's funny that you say that because I actually was thinking when you were talking before with Tell the Truth. She's one of the people I think about, um, in terms of that. And I yeah, totally think every woman alive needs to read Untamed if they
1: haven't read it yet. <laughs> you too. Yeah, it's just such a great reminder of exactly what we're talking about. That you are the farthest thing from the only one who's having these mm-hmm. feelings. In fact, like even when they feel awful, they can be the catalyst to the work you're meant to create. So for You know, these amazing books for us, maybe books and <laughs> these businesses and just really trusting that the more you get to tell the truth and the more you lean in to being that person, like you really do create the work you're meant to create here. And like, that's what we need. Like, we need all of that from all of us. Like, if you don't make the thing you were supposed to make, people are going to miss out people who need you people who are looking for you, whether that's your book or your business or both. And so you know, you do this work to set yourself free, but then it ends up setting so many other people free too. Exactly. And that when you get to
0: that place, and I think it can feel hard sometimes to get to that place because you can look at people and be like, oh, must be nice for you. Easy for you. <laughs> but that's why we're here having this conversation. And that's why, you know, I always want to break down like, what does it take to get to that level of belief in yourself and never give the illusion that it's like, easy and simple Mm -hmm. to get there. Like, yeah, I, I I talk about ease and flow, like in my business a lot, but it's actually not easy. It's like simple work, but it's not easy.
1: That's a huge distinction. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I do think that it's helpful to articulate like what that looks like and how you know, ease can be the goal, and also it is a byproduct of this. And easy is probably like the other way out, where we leave everything buried, and it's mm. actually like not quite what we want. And it won't lead to as much ease and flow, mm-hmm. like ultimately, which is so it's just like helpful to know that because then that hard work of like uncovering who you really are and telling the truth and setting yourself free feels a lot more worth it because you're like, Oh, this is in service of my ease. Even though right now it does not feel easy.
0: Yes. And I, I love that word uncover, which I know you use in your business. Yes. Um, but I think it's so true. Cause I, I talk a lot about just like unlearning and yeah. And conditioning, and I feel like that is some of the hardest work we will ever do as females, is unlearning patterns and unlearning and uncovering,
1: like, who in the world are we? Absolutely. I think that that is such a good way to put it. And it's where, you know, not every (laughs) women's empowerment coach, obviously, is also a women's studies professor like nor do they need to be but it is helpful to have the background I do from academia and to have done this PhD and all this reading on women's kind of oppression because exactly what you're saying is like so true (laughs) yeah so just thinking about like what it looks like when more and more women tell their stories and how that is not just about us all having more ease and flow right now. It's also about like picking up this legacy and like continuing the work that generations of women have been doing and fighting for for us in terms of expanding like whose voice gets listened to, like who's at the table, who is able to create in the arena at all. And Mm. so, you know, I love having my clients and I love that thinking about this for myself, like thinking about like just being supported and even like cheered on by like waves of our ancestors and women Mm. who could never have dreamed of having what we have now, but like are so proud of us and are like toasting champagne glasses from heaven being like, yes, this is the this is what we were waiting for. Yes.
0: Because I think when when you can really get to yourself into that place of understanding like everyone's win is my win and, you know, it's yeah. like not a competition and there is more than enough for everyone to go around yeah. and the difference of just that energy of when we are truly supporting other women versus competing with them. Right.
1: Right it like is such a game changer and it's actually like, it helps undo so much fear that so many of us have around relationships with women and sisterhood and like middle school and the mm-hmm. witch trials and all the things that are sort of like in the back of your mind being like, ah, women are scary. And it's not made up, you know, like that stuff comes from real places. And mm-hmm. Every time you switch or like send someone a referral or support someone or, you know, don't even just internally, don't feel threatened by her success. But like you said, think of it more as like that rising tide that lifts all the boats. You know, you are undoing years of like women not being able to trust each other. And that is what is going to topple the patriarchy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm, I love that. Um, So my question would be if someone is in a place where they are feeling a little bit disempowered, maybe they have a past relationship that was really harmful or um, not feeling great around their sexuality as a result of their relationship. Do you have like I don't know if I'd say like a first step or a way that you initially are like, okay, let's start and dig in here in terms of things Mm. to look at.
1: Yeah, I love that question. It's like, you know, those moments where you're like, I want to beam someone over like a decade's worth (laughs) of tools so that they don't have to do any of this. But of course, you know, you're exactly right that they have to start somewhere. And I would actually say... I think one of the most powerful first steps, which is probably very similar to what you guide people to do with their businesses as well, is actually about celebrating themselves for Mm. looking. Because one thing I see and I completely understand it, and this was me for many years, is that the option to not look and to leave everything kind of like sealed up really tightly in this little box. And then be like, okay, that's my relationship stuff or my sex stuff or my love stuff. And it's going to go like way over there in the closet. Like I'm never Mm. going to open it again because like I don't even know how. Um, You know, it's just so tempting to do Mm. that and to leave it and to focus on other things. Whatever that is um, for you, that is like hard to look at. So just being willing to like pull it out of the closet and to be like, okay, I've had enough. It's like mm-hmm. I am not going to let old stories and old habits and old patterns run the future anymore, which feels like such a no brainer. But it's actually like really rare to decide that. And yeah. so I think before anything else, before any journaling questions or breathing exercises or like yoni massage or whatever, <laughs> I would say like celebrating that I'm making this change and I am mm-hmm. like willing to look at this. And there is something about, it's like the fears and stories Have such a grip on us. The shame has such a grip on us when it's in the dark and in the corner. And then you like shine your flashlight on it, and a lot of it starts to dissipate, like already. And I think there is something just about being like, okay, I'm in.
0: That Mm -hmm. is
1: such a game changer. And you know, it patterns in your system like, I am strong, I am brave, I'm courageous. And honestly, that's what you need, like the next moment when you're working on your business or you're going to be speaking to people or on your first podcast or even in your first client session being like, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) And you just can have that muscle that you've been building of like, I can do anything. Like, I just trust myself. Like, is it going to be perfect? Oh my God, no. But like, is that okay? Yes, because like, look at me. I can back to my a toilet. Like, I can do hard things. I can mm-hmm. open the box. I can look in the corners. I can like fix it when I mess up. You know, it just builds this resilience. And I actually think starting with celebration is one of the best ways to shore up your courage. And then, of course, mm-hmm. there are like things you can do next that are not as fun. But the first one's pretty fun being like, go me. I deserve all the celebrating. I will take my parade now.
0: Yes. No, I absolutely love that because there's so much about the energy of celebration. And Um, I was listening to, I can't find where it was, but I I don't know if it was a Joe Dispenza thing. It might've been. Um, I was actually telling a client about it last week, but it was talking about the quantum physics of celebration. And how real it is. And so when we're in that energy and in that space of how more great things show up because we are at that elevated space within ourselves, And I think that is so critical to honoring ourselves in that way, especially because for most of us, like taking that first step, whether it's reaching out for help, whether it's saying like, I have shame here. I want help around this. I want to break these patterns that takes so much damn courage and not celebrate that. Like, I mean, that's just, that's a huge thing. So I love
1: that answer. Yeah, I love that too. And I love the thought of the quantum physics of celebration. And it does feel like just in the same way that we, you know, we envision the version of us with the business that we're building next, you know, like, okay, who is that version of me? Who's running Uncover as like Mm. a business that's serving thousands of women instead of hundreds? Like, what is she like? What is she celebrating? You know, what is she wearing? Like all of those details, which can just help me kind of leap over into her reality and then the same thing is going on under the surface with like okay who's the version of me who doesn't let this old pattern in anymore who has an amazing relationship who is in love with her body and is having like crazy awesome sex (laughs) like all the things and we get to play with time that way too and are deserving and our celebrating and our courage are all necessary to, like, first of all, let ourselves even dare to have those visions, and then, of course, to like take each step on the way to get there. Hmm. Yes,
0: it's all of those yeah. things, right? Like, it's all, all intertwined. Yeah, and I think that is why having your own business is the most magical thing alive, and also such a bitch. Like, yeah, it's hard, you know, I mean, it's, it's truly the best thing ever, but it also will bring up everything to the surface.
1: Totally. It's such a good reminder. And that one of my mentors, Layla Martin taught me that it, it like activates every chakra because it's like the root and your money and stability all the way up like your voice your courage your intuition your heart your vulnerability and it's like oh my god yes check 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 like every single part of us is like whoa what are you doing and can also be healed in the process which is so magical
0: Yeah. And I know that so much of the work that you do with people is healing past stories and past shame. Mm -hmm. And especially as it relates to sexuality and relationships. And I am just wondering if you can speak a little bit about what that was for you in the beginning, in terms Mm -hmm. of like, did you try to launch your online business
1: before you had healed stuff? Had you already healed stuff? Yeah, I love that question. And it's perfect timing, because I feel like I've got enough distance from the very beginning of my business now that I can see ways in which, you know, for me, I felt like I was maxing out my courage. I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, my God, this still feels scary. But I look back and can see how I was still hiding big pieces of myself. Um mm. not necessarily on purpose, but like you mm-hmm. said I was actually still unfolding and uncovering pieces for myself and healing and then I was majorly working through what my visibility blocks were and like how mm. much I felt like I could share totally related to all of this shame conversation. Mm. So like some of the beginnings of my business were very much like I'll lure you in with this random kind of like easy to digest stuff, like how to make a vision board and like go buy yourself (laughs) flowers. And then once you're in, I'll be like, it's time for the (laughs) feminist (laughs) revolution. Or like sexual shame 101. And it's so funny looking back at some of the early things I was offering and the early things that I was saying and I remember having this inkling and then also getting it reflected back to me by some of my mentors and coaches who are like, this stuff is great, but like, there's more that only you can say. You know, mm-hmm. like, no offense, but everyone could say these things, Kim. But if you drill down a little deeper, There's a layer that, like, no one else could say because it's so weird and you and like it's so specific (laughs) to Mm. your journey. Let's try to get you to that place. And you know, I resisted not on conscious levels, but I was like, I am doing that. You know, like, this is already hard, blah, blah, blah. But then when I did do a little more healing work on myself, a little more kind of like surrounding myself with the right. Community is honestly, and coaches mm-hmm. who were going to bring that out in me, mm-hmm. and it felt safer and safer to do that. My work exploded. You know, it mm-hmm. got so much better. First of all, and then it also just like got bigger. Like my business grew. People were signing up and following and reading along. Partly because like, that's just more interesting to like (laughs) someone telling like true things rather than like generic, like Martha Stewart life coach tips. But I also think it was because as I did the healing work myself, I, my capacity expanded and I was ready for more too. So it felt good. And it's funny to look back and see like this shift of stepping in where I was like, God damn it. I'm <laughs> supposed to be talking more about sex. Well, you know, and it's like, how do I warn my parents? <laughs> like they're about to see kind of a lot of things come out on social media and like their friends might ask them about it. And honestly, like some of their friends might sign up. And so <laughs> that has been another fun unexpected twist is that the more I was willing to go public with my Mm -hmm. story, with my work, with what I was offering and why it mattered, I've had people respond and then even become clients who I would never, who I would have hid it from. Mm -hmm. If I was choosing, I would have like blocked them on my email list. If I knew that they were there, I would have like blocked them on the Facebook post. But these like, old Bible study friends and Mm. friends of my parents and, like, my high school ex-boyfriend's fiance, like, are, like, reading along and sometimes signing up. And so I think the other thing that I learned was, like, just keep going and, like, telling the story. You don't know who it's going to impact. Like, maybe I'll find out later that, like, People I was worried about judging me from the very beginning actually got permission to be more of who they are and start their business or tell their story or go find their love story. And like nothing would make me happier.
0: Mm, I absolutely love that. I like one of my biggest passions in the world is like, how do we be permission givers? of people living their truths. And yeah, exactly. I love that you have just paved the way for so many random people. You never expected for that to be the case That's for them, true. you know, yeah. but, but it started with your willingness to raise your hand, to have courage, to do the internal work, to put yourself out there. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of steps along the way and it's hard. It's not it's easy. so hard.
1: Yeah. And it's hard and it leads to ease. Just yeah. like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited to be able to talk about this together and just to both be like, and, and so many of us listening too, just to all be in on this project together of like unleashing <laughs> all this wave of people who really have, you know, set themselves free and can do what they're really meant to do.
0: Yes. And I'm so, so grateful for you sharing because that's what, you know, gives people the permission again to say like, huh, there's something about that. That's actually really intriguing. Like I want to live that way. I don't want to be bogged down by what everyone else thinks of me and living a life that I feel like I'm not living up to my potential or using my gifts. And yeah. that's what I always hope, you know, that people walk away with. Of like, if she can, so can I. Like, whoever the she is, you know. Yeah. Yay! Mm. So, is there anything else you would like to tell people?
1: That I mean, there's so much more obviously <laughs> always be going into, but I think that that is the perfect beginning, and just celebrating yourself and knowing that like each courageous step is going to build on the other and that you're doing this work for all of us.
0: Mm, Thank you so much, Kim. I so appreciate
1: you. I'm so glad you've been able to join. Oh, so good.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast and supporting me and these incredible guests. Make sure you are subscribed so that you never miss an episode. Will you also do me a quick favor and go leave us a review and rating so that more people can easily find this show. Each month, I will be picking a reviewer to give a free session to as a thank you. And if you know someone that could benefit from this show, please share it with them. One thing I know for certain in this lifetime is that we need more women living lives of freedom and impact. Can't wait to see you next week.